what's a high body count? How high would it have to be for it to bug you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's, let's say I really like her and I, I she's the one. No, I could go. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. Hello and welcome everyone to another week of Send the Location. We are so happy to be back. I'm Serena. And I'm Yaz. And we cannot wait to get into this week's episode. Where you left us, we were going out on a little weekend of fun, drinking and fun <laughs> in the city. Or what we like to call a bender. But don't get us wrong. We got our green juice in. We got our Pilates. Yeah, we definitely did the healthy part the next day, um, but I would still consider it a bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. But, you know, it's only summer in Toronto for about a month, so we feel like we need to take advantage of all of the opportunity out there. Not only is this the first time that we're not recording the podcast using one microphone, we're actually in different countries. I'm still stuck in Toronto, like usual. I'm in Los Angeles. Why is that, Yaz? Why are you in Los Angeles? That's a topic for later on in the episode, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, so for this week, I thought that we would start off with a little story time because I recently went through the weirdest experience ever, and I feel like it was just so absurd that I had to share it somewhere, and I really cannot wait to expose these people. Okay, let's get into it. (laughs) Okay, so let me just give a little backstory uh, before I get into the tea. So I went to high school and university in the same city. That is boring, I know. But what that means is the people that I went to high school with and university with kind of ran around the same circles. Now, when I got into university, I started talking to this guy in my program, and for a few years we were friends with benefits interesting and i know we haven't gone into like these kind of topics on the podcast so it's kind of weird to bring this up now but it was just really relevant to the situation so stay tuned okay so for the few years i was hanging around this guy he really 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 wanted it to become a relationship And I knew this, like, really early on. I'm talking, like, probably a month into us hanging out. He expressed his feelings towards me, and I was like, hmm, um, no, thank you. I'm having fun doing this, and let's just leave it at that. Now, I did tell him this. I was very transparent. I literally said that I had no feelings for him whatsoever in that capacity, Um, and if he needed to remove himself from the situation, he was more than welcome. But I was having fun, so I was not going to do that for him. Okay. Okay. So after a few years of me trying to cut it off because I knew it wasn't good for him, um, and also him trying to cut himself out of the situation, we finally kind of went our separate ways. Now, during this time when we were like in between, he started talking to this girl who I knew from high school. Where Was this a friend? It was someone who dated a guy in my group of friends. Okay, so someone that you saw around sometimes, but wasn't like bestie vibes. I knew her well because I was really, really close with her boyfriend at the time. Um, But she was kind of that person who hung around our friend group as like the odd one out because she was just invited as the girlfriend. You know, those people. 
Yeah. They kind of just sit around and they don't really socialize as much, but like they're still invited in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was one of those situations. Now, they started talking coincidentally. And during this time, um, I was blocked from all of their social medias. Uh, Clearly, I was a problem in their relationship. And I kind of just left myself out of the situation. Um, But when the school year came around, um, he did start communicating with me again. And he would, like, send me our notes every week for school. Um, He'd help me with answers to tests. Um, He would really just give me, like, the tea on what was going on in class because I never went. I was living in Toronto and my school was in a different city. So I just never went. So he was a little helper. He was a little helper. And you know what? He would try and continue the conversation sometimes. um, And I would just kind of leave him on red because I knew he was with this girl that I knew. So were these conversations that he was continuing flirty or just like they were flirty, but they were definitely like curious conversations. Like he was asking questions about my life still. um, And I didn't really think anything of it. I thought he was being a really nice person by like giving me all these things and like the whole time we talked and hung out he was a great support system for me we were literally like best friends that whole time it was literally the only problem was me not liking him that way that's fair but like i said i was very transparent that entire few year period and i really allowed him to go if he wanted to because at the time i knew i was really just using him for the physical benefits (laughs) i think that's the most important thing about a friends with benefits situation is that things are communicated off the bat so that one person can't get left yeah wondering and hoping for more if that's not what it's gonna look like exactly i don't think i led him on in any capacity because i was always very very upfront with that um and i also at that time like when i cut that off i started talking to my ex now but boyfriend at the time um so i got into something that i was actually invested in okay anyways so like i said the whole school year he's sending me all these things um And then the end of the school year comes around and it was around like a month ago now. And he called me and he was trying to help me with some school stuff. Um, He said that he had some information on how to bump up a grade. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for calling me. We love that. But I thought it was kind of weird that he was calling me. When I saw his name pop up, I was like, hmm. like This could have been a text. Yeah, like it could have been a text. It was a little bit strange. So, of course, like five minutes into the conversation, he starts talking to you about like how he's been going through it recently. He's really been struggling. You know, him and his girlfriend broke up. Um all of this stuff and I was like I'm so sorry to hear that and he pretty much expressed that he really needed someone to talk to and I said of course if you ever need anything I'm glad to help like you were there for me for years of course if you need to talk like I'll be here now not once did I question this man's intentions I was just like of course I'll be there no problem so naturally that weekend I see him and I did tell my boyfriend at the time that I was going to see him He knew how he supported me. So, like, he was honestly just like, okay, let me know what happens after. Sure. I tried to see this man during the day. I tried to get coffee. He expressed to me that he was busy and that he could only hang out late at night. Again, you would think, red flag. But I didn't. (laughs) It's okay. Go on. (laughs) So then that night, eventually, um, he comes to pick me up. And we start talking and he starts telling me about how heartbroken he is, how much he like loved his girlfriend and all this stuff. And he was really upset because he was so happy while they were together. And I was like, man, maybe I'll get back together. And he's like, no, like, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And he just seemed really sad. Now, like five minutes later, does this man not try and hook up with me in the car? No. And I'm like, bruh, you should have seen how fast I yeeted myself from that scene. <laughs> I was like, 
No, what are you actually doing? Oh, I like actually sunk so far into the seat. Like I could have went into the crevice, like under <laughs> the vehicle. Was it just a, during a moment of like quiet? Um, <laughs> we were listening to some music and there was a moment of silence. But that's a red flag. There was no need for music during but a heartfelt we were quick just, conversation. We were just sitting in the car. So like, sure. what are you going to turn off the music? Like, no, that's kind of weird to be sitting in like actual silence. And it, like I said, there were some red flags, but I clearly was not cluing into them at the time. <laughs> so he actually ends up trying to go with me. I was like, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, oh my God, um, you're right. I'm probably not in the right headspace to be doing this. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you should probably take me home now. We kind of like laughed it off and I went home. A week later, does this girl from my high school not call me crying her eyes out? And I'm like, first of all, when I see her name pop up, I'm like, this can't be good. So I answer the phone and this girl's crying and she's like, I found out that Oh, I almost said his name. (laughs) She said, I found out that my boyfriend has been messaging you all year, sending you answers and notes and communicating with you. And I was like, yeah. So she's like, he told me he hasn't spoken to you since last summer. That's a red flag if I've ever heard one. And I was like, bruh, we text every week. And now it's not about anything other than academics. I never let it get farther than that. But we do talk every week. You would think that she would know that. Yeah. And then I start questioning her. I'm like, sorry, why does it matter? I thought you guys were broken up. She was like, broken up? We've never broken up. What? So this guy fully lied to me. They never broke up. And here I am just ignoring these red flags and getting in the car with this random guy. <laughs> and Not random guy, sorry. Getting in the car with this guy, not even questioning a thing he said whatsoever. So we continue talking, and I'm not even kidding. This girl goes, yeah, so this girl pretty much goes, no, we've only had one fight recently, and it was about the fact that he was still communicating with you. So this man literally got in a fight with his girlfriend about talking to me, and then lied and saw me. No. Mm -hmm. Because he just wanted to then feel out what it would be like if he was to actually explore that. I don't know. You tell me. I was so confused about the motive there. So we never found, we never heard from him about what he wanted from that. Like he never reached out to you after and was like, "Hey, sorry, I tried something." No, I because I literally was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" When that happened, and I was like, "Pretty much take me home." And after that too, I literally called my boyfriend and I was like, "Guess what just happened when I was with yeah. him?" So plot twist of the century. This week, I find out that they got back together. That's insane. How long were they broken up? I don't know. According to her, they were never broken up. Well, so I don't know. Like, I don't know if they got back together or what, but she knew about all of that. She literally called my boyfriend to confirm my story. Um, She had all of the information. This girl then all of a sudden blocked me on absolutely everything again. The boyfriend blocked me on everything again. Um, And then people I know told me that they got back together or they stayed together, whichever way it was. I, I'm shocked. I'm disappointed in womankind. Like, actually, though, I just want to know what was going through her head. I think people that get into those situations where they're manipulated by someone and are told things are different than they are 
have a really, really hard time walking away from it. And with that, I want to add on that I I don't know this exact situation, but I've seen circumstances where a person's confidence really gets hit hard by someone being interested in someone else. But and here's then, the thing. She called me. And I hear get this you. Story. She called me because she heard something about this like situation. So she called me. So it's not like I was just reaching out to her to be like, guess what happened? I feel like she so badly wanted to disprove it that she actually reached out to you. Do you know what the worst part about it was? What? This girl has a presence on social media and she went off the first few days after she found out that happened, posting about how she was cheated on, how this guy treated her like shit, how she can't believe she had a boyfriend. Like she literally posted a good like three or four TikToks about the fact that she was cheated on and then got back together with him. I think that that's (laughs) another reason why it's so important when you are mourning, when you are angry, when you're going through a breakup, you're not allowed to open Instagram, okay? You're not allowed to open TikTok. You're not allowed to start running your mouth because I've seen some people, Khloe Kardashian being one. Yeah, literally. Say some things that honestly, they really wish that they could take back that next week. Literally. Jordan Woods got absolutely dragged on social media by that woman during the first day when she didn't know all of the facts Mm -hmm. and then what happened they got back together they got a house all of that kind of stuff like that's so embarrassing it's just embarrassing it's so embarrassing and it's embarrassing for like all of people who even know about the situation because it was like the talk of my home city for a hot minute like i got calls from people asking me about it because that's how evident she made it all over her social media. And, like, they knew that I was close to, like, her boyfriend prior to their, their relationship. That's really uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Actually, you know what? That reminds me of one of the questions that somebody wrote in about. Let me just pull it up. Interesting. Because I think this was something that we kind of touched on in the story. But okay. Somebody asked us, what are the biggest red flags that we've experienced? Ooh, I can think of a few. Okay, let me hear some of yours. Because I know in that story, there were some red flags. But to be honest, when they're coming from someone that you know and trust, like for years, you wouldn't think that they're red flags. But now looking back, I'm like, hmm, the fact that he didn't want to see me during the middle of the day and made sure he could only see me at 11 p.m. That should have been a red flag. That should be a red flag. (laughs) I'd say when you just start talking to a guy, um, like prior to like when you're actually dating them, because I feel like a lot of these red flags would be evident before you even get serious with them. I think communication is a really big one for me. In what way? Not maybe in the way that most people would think I don't need someone to let me know, bear their souls and all their feelings, but <laughs> if you actually prefer that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But if we're making plans, I want you to be concrete about what they are, you know. If they want to see you. If they want to see you, what they're up to that day and maybe not making those plans at 11 p.m. or having them be really wishy-washy dependent on their schedule. I think those kind of things are red flags because you should know that that person then is exploring other 
options for what their day could look like, what their night could look like. And I think that that's kind of evident in a situation like that. You know what? That also reminds me of a certain NBA player that we know all too well. Oh. Yeah. And you know what? I think that we all get busy sometimes. Take it from That's fair. We all get busy. Um, But when people are trying, I'm putting in quotations that you can't see, when they're trying to see you, um, but them trying to see you revolves around their tentative other plans, they don't really want to see you. No, they want you to be an option. Mm -hmm. Either that or they want you to be the person who makes those solid plans. And sorry, that's not happening. Exactly. I remember in university, one of my exes was terrible with making a concrete plan with me on weekends because there was a chance that a party was going to come up and he was going to get invited and he was going to go with his friends. No. Yeah. So he would just literally like, put you on the back burner if like, something better came ab- up? Absolutely disgusting. He sucked that I allowed that to go on for even a moment. Uh, that's funny. You know what happened, though? What? This man, I, like, I didn't put up with it. I was like, we literally were supposed to go to a movie tonight, and it's like an hour before we're supposed to go, and you haven't let me know what the plan is. This man made me a playlist, an, an apology playlist. <laughs> Did that work? I think I think he still didn't see me that night. Wait, he made you that playlist that night? Yeah. Okay, so there couldn't have been that much effort put into it then. Exactly. <laughs> Red flags all around. Really Red flags all around. No, that's, that's terrible. I've definitely been in the situation where um, people are wishy-washy and, like, they always make comments about how, like, maybe you're too busy for them or, like, they can't schedule things around your plans. But in reality, it's like, nah, if you would have given me an actual plan, like a time and a place, and I said yes to it. I would have put that in my calendar. Yeah, I'd put it in my calendar. I'd be there. But don't hit me up an hour after we were supposed to hang out and be like, oh, what are you doing later tonight? Are you fucked? No. Like, are you actually okay? I won't be hanging out with you. That's for sure. And it's not necessarily a red flag, but it's really important to identify when you're talking to a guy, if you're into him, what the type of plans are that he's making with you. Yes. Is he trying to pull up at the end of the night or is he actually wanting to go out and do something? And like take you on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's no problem with pulling up late night if that's what you want to because I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, do not come until it's late night. 100%. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see you until like, it's literally like late you're night. not the dinner plan. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. And that's okay. If you're okay with it, like I said. But if you're expecting something differently, then don't settle for plans that aren't what you're looking for too. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Um, I feel like this is a good time to kind of get into some of the other questions that we had brought up this week. What do you think? I'm into it. Okay, perfect. Because I have them on my phone, and I think some of them are pretty interesting. This kind of goes along with um, the story I told earlier as well. Have you ever let a guy on by not having intentions with him or something serious? Yeah, it's all you. Oh, 100%. Okay, can you give me an example of when you did that or how it kind of went about? I feel like in those kind of situations, there has to be an initial level of attraction. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. going into it with the idea that maybe it could transpire and like become something. At least for those first few weeks. 
in a situation that I was in recently, that person became too available Mm -hmm. to me and was looking for a type of commitment that I wasn't necessarily ready to give back. But maybe some parts of the, the relationship were worth keeping that person around. So you mean the sex? Yeah, I might mean that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine, because why do you think I stuck around that guy for a few years? Exactly. Like, obviously, like, I didn't want to actually do anything with him as a relationship. Yeah. Um, but I was definitely benefiting from it. <laughs> oh, oh, there was there was benefit. Therefore, but, the term friends with benefits. <laughs> but it became very non-beneficial when this man was trying to put a title on something, and I just didn't want that. So why did you stick around? This is going to sound really bad. <laughs> I'm looking at her face right now, and I just know this isn't good. Basically... This man let some of my friends know that he had already purchased my birthday presents in August. My birthday is October 6th. No, you did not wait that entire time. I actually did. What? That's how long you It was the end of August. We were going back to school and I, yeah, I, I waited Okay, don't get me wrong. It's not like I wasn't talking to other people. I didn't let this man put the label on it. No, that's good. I didn't feel bad about anything that I was doing. That's fair. However, my friends let me know that these weren't the type of gifts that could be returned. Mm. Um, So you felt like you had to stick it out until you got them? I felt like I needed to get them and maybe reevaluate. Like, this sounds so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like I was in way too deep. I didn't know what to do. I felt really bad. And so you waited. I waited. So when did you end it? Don't tell me it was like the day after your birthday. It was four. (laughs) Wait, I never heard this part of the story. It was four days. No. I think that my birthday was on a Monday. Was he heartbroken? And I ended it on the Friday morning after uh-huh. I had gone out to the bar. No. Yeah. Let's just say that this man um, called me t- probably 20 times that day. Was he crying? I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. It's okay. This guy, the other guy that the story was about, he cried too. I felt really bad. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he came over very quickly the next day to return all of my shirts and grab anything that belonged to him i think maybe he had like a pair of boxers and like one loose sock but it was really (laughs) he's like i really need it it back really i really need that one sock back so that i can wear it till i die because it was left at your house exactly (laughs) and let me tell you the gifts were incredibly kind did he try and take those back too he didn't want the gifts back he had made a custom pair of sneakers for me and he had gotten me a vintage Polaroid camera. Honestly, that could have been sold. I offered, I offered, I felt so bad. I offered for him to sell it. I'm actually dying. That's hilarious. I was sorry. Like I know I'm like, (laughs) sorry guys. I know it's not that funny, but like, it's funny because I feel her pain on another level. Like there are certain situations that, 
you just can't get out of if your life depended on it. And it, it's just really difficult. Um, but the important thing is you got out of it eventually. And he's probably living a better life now because of it. Questionable? Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of reminds me of actually, we were just talking about questions. I saw a different question. Okay. That said, what is the biggest blessing about being single? And I feel like... I need to hear this from your perspective. You're, you've are you been on the market now for what? A couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back to what we were just discussing. Way back two minutes earlier than this. <laughs> I feel like the biggest blessing that we mentioned about being single is literally the doing whatever the fuck you want. Facts. Whether that's like going out or even just like pursuing your own like career goals or going to bed super early because you have no other obligation. Like yeah. literally it's just living your life for what you want to do. And I feel like one thing I missed so much about being single for like the while that I wasn't was actually just living and doing everything that I want to do on my own and on my own time. Mm-hmm. And I live alone. So like that's something that when you have a significant other, they're the only person who invades like your personal space. Like it's not like you have a family living with you who are going to do that as well. So it's so refreshing. Even if like literally no hate to my ex whatsoever. We love him. He's a great guy. We, we love him. He's fantastic. If Um, you're listening, which we know you are. Hey, um, we appreciate you, but I do appreciate also being by myself. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. I think that one of the best things that, I realized was getting my weekends back. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a bad way too, though. Here's one thing. With what we do for work, a lot of my weekends, especially when I did work a nine to five, revolved around making content and going out and Mm -hmm. having like a really eventful day and taking videos of everything and getting pictures of my outfits. Mm -hmm. That is a part of my life that I can't change. I can't give it up. No, it's work now. It's work now. But that's that person's weekends. I would feel guilty if I was including them in that plan, but they wanted to spend the time with me. Yeah. So sorry like that that's gonna be added like to you the have agenda. to deal with it yeah it's part of like the whole exactly i love not feeling any guilt towards that anymore or obligation to be with someone and maybe not put myself and what i need to do first yeah. and that can apply to people in any situation becoming single a hundred percent and that also applies to if you want to go out on a saturday night friday night okay tuesday night Monday hook up with some night. people in the bar go home with somebody you know get a good story you literally have nobody telling you what you can and can't do or nobody questioning why you're not home at a certain time or why you're not answering or like you literally have no obligation to anything and I feel like there's nothing more freeing than that I agree and even if that's not your vibe try it out it's kind of fun sometimes kind of (laughs) on that note I feel like we should get into a little roundup about our weekend and what we did okay shall we okay let's do it what did I do on the weekend okay so the last time you guys heard from us it was a Thursday night and we were going out for the night um and we did include a little bit of some of our voice memos into that last podcast episode but we did actually go out Friday night and Saturday night after that. Like we said, Bender weekend. Bender. No regrets at all. It was actually so much fun. Now, 
let's talk about Friday night because oh, I boy. told you guys that I downloaded Hinge for your benefit and your benefit only. Don't call me out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't call me out for that. Sure. Yeah. No, only for only for the viewers. Only for the viewers. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I only matched with one person because that's how little I was on that app. Um, I was really just in it to see how people slid in. But did I not meet up with one of the people, well, like the only person I matched with on Hinge on Friday night? Did Yaz as well? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Did we go party with them? A hundred percent. Honestly, a really good end to the night. I was going to say, did I go home with them? Maybe. <laughs> did my night end there? Maybe not. So yeah, we ended up meeting up with this guy from Hinge Um I'm not going to lie, really cool guy. We both really fucked with him um, until Yaz, you know, ventured off on her own well, to meet up with. That's not even fair because <laughs> I wasn't trying to venture anywhere until I ran into someone that wouldn't leave me alone. Okay. And, and sorry, who was that someone? Oh, oh, right. Sorry. To the story. We were hanging out with these people and somebody that... Yaz knew from past work mm-hmm. happened to be in the same group as this guy from Hinge, which I didn't think anything of because I really didn't know this coworker very well. But then he was acting a little bit strange and weird towards her, so she naturally had to leave and meet up with her ex. <laughs> <laughs> naturally, it was it was the only it was the only way out. Now I respected that decision. Her ex, again, is fantastic. Um, Serena also had the opportunity to spend some time with him. But that, we'll get into that on Saturday night. <laughs> Serena actually got uh, the opportunity to spend some time with this individual as well. But we'll, we'll keep that for the Saturday night roundup. Nothing happened, though. I'd like to remind you, I very innocently needed an escort home from King Street. Did you go home? I one got wings, actually. (laughs) Like, if you see me on King Street after 2 a.m., like, mind your own business. Because I'm (laughs) definitely just trying to find some food. The worst part about that is that night at 4.30 in the morning, one of you came up to me. (laughs) I love you all to death. You know that I do. And I appreciate every single one of you. But if you see me at 4.30 a.m. getting into some man's car on the side of the road, you don't know me. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't see that. Am I mad about it? No. Was it hilarious? Kind of. Would I want it to happen again? Maybe not. Probably not. But I'm glad you guys can keep it real. So I'm telling you the story here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, pretty much that Friday night went well. Um, we went our separate ways. I got McDonald's with certain hinge man and Yaz got wings with certain ex um and we had a great time yeah and then we all went home to our own beds the end the end then saturday came i'd like to preface i'm pretty sure i fully went home i went to go see my mother it was a very innocent day for me i wasn't planning on going out i received a call (laughs) from me from a certain girl and was like, ready for round three? I got a text from someone that I know and they said, pretty much I have no choice but to go out. It sounded convincing that it was going to be a good night. 
And it honestly didn't disappoint. Um, so I can't be mad that we went out again. Mm-hmm. But again, did we not end up, both of us, with certain X-Man? X-Men. X-Men. Hanging out. <laughs> X-Men. But I did spend some quality time with Yaz's ex. That was very heartfelt. Yeah, it was nice. And I'm not going to lie to you. It actually, like, this brings us back to the conversation of, like, hanging around exes, like, how you can talk to them, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of hard to run into exes out in public or even, like, be around them because they used to be your best friends. Exactly. So, like, even when I was with them, I totally see the appeal of, like, not even doing anything, just hanging out. Just hanging out with that person again. Yaz, like, literally went back and just hung out. Not even with him, but with his roommate. But that felt nice because it was so familiar. It was so familiar. It was people that I cared about. But I think that that's one of the hard things about being on that end of the breakup is that, you know, you miss that person as a friend, but you have to realize that it's incredibly selfish to continue to entertain any form of communication. Yes. Like that. And that was really, honestly, like bittersweet. And I'm not one to get into my feelings, but I think that I learned a hard lesson that weekend that you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you can't be friends and expect to move on at the same time. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Even if you were the one who ended it. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, too, when you have an ex who you're on good terms with, just like we both are, you don't really want to fuck with them or fuck them over. Like, you genuinely want them to be happy. So if you keep, like, getting in and out of their lives like that, mm, probably not the best option no no but anyways that was our weekend um it was pretty eventful we can't tell you all the details because we're not trying to you know get into any trouble we're we're easing ourselves into this yeah maybe next week will be a little bit more explicit um but yeah it was a good weekend overall yeah absolutely should we get into a few more questions how do you turn my friends with benefits into a relationship? This would be a great one to ask. Okay, I found a really good one. And I think we're going to need to call one of our guy friends to get their input on this because this is a really good question. And I think that the male perspective here is important. Actually, there's two questions that I want to ask. Okay. The first one is, how do I turn my friends with benefits into a relationship? You don't? You don't. <laughs> That's my answer, actually. You literally don't. Um, I feel like we can explain it a little bit more when we get his perspective. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Hello? Hi. What's up? How are you? Good. Sorry, No worries. Uh, uh, I'm doing well. How are you? That's good. I'm good. Um, we just had a quick question for you for the yeah. podcast, if you would be willing to give a male perspective. Okay. Um, how do you turn a friends with benefits into something more? Oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Do you want to know what we said? Yeah, what did you guys say? We said that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's like, it's tough. Like, 
maybe that's for some time in between. That time period, you guys, you guys were friends with benefits before. Um, you guys can be something more serious, but I don't know. I feel like if you guys were friends with benefits, it's kind of hard to make that transition. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Hope you have a good night. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, should we get another guy's perspective? Yeah, should I call someone else? Hello? Hey. Okay. So I'm currently recording an episode of the podcast, and I need your opinion on something. <laughs> Is this an- anonymous? Yes, it's anonymous. No one knows who you are. Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and you have to give me your honest opinion, okay? I don't fuck this. I only went to the boat. Any questions, but... It's really easy. How do you turn your friends with benefits into a relationship? Like, I don't know. I've never done that before. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to know what we said about it? Like, you can't, like, it just happens because you guys see each other so often. No, what? My answer was you don't. Oh, okay, you don't. All right. No. No, actually. Oh, yeah, it's never happened with me, so. Yeah, but if you're friends with benefits with somebody, and you don't like, you're just fucking them, and you don't care to turn it into a relation, like you know what I mean? Like, yes, but did you see the movie Friends with Benefits? There's always a chance. <laughs> that was so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> if Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis can do it, so can we. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a movie for a reason, but. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, let's move on from that question because, yeah. no, your answer was too nice and I was looking for something worse. <laughs> I'm in the Okay. Um, does body count matter of the for person you're what? talking to? For girls? For well, girls? I mean, like, in general. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I like, guess for you it would be like a girl. I'm trying to date her if I'm just trying to, like, fuck her. <laughs> maybe uh, both, both. yeah both let's hear about both actually if you're trying to fuck her or if you're trying uh, to date her if i'm trying to fuck her no it doesn't really matter honestly the more the better sex probably will be no but uh, <laughs> no. but uh if it's a relationship then yeah it kind of does matter because uh especially if you know who she is like you grew up with her because if you know the people she's fucked like I don't want to date you if I know who you fucked. That's true, but I but guess- if you don't know, if you don't know them, but they do have a high body count, then is it okay? Did you hear what she said? Uh, like how high and what age are we? Like, well, that's what we're asking you. Like, what's, how high, what's a high body count? How high would it have to be for it to bug you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's, let's say I really like her and I, I she's the one. You know, I could go. I go up to like. I go up to like 15, 12 to 15. Oh, I thought you were going to say 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 12 to 15, that's like your max? At my age. At my age. At my age. How that, old is wait, he? He's my age. You're saying 12 to 15 is your max if you really like her? At my age, yeah. What if somebody asks you what your body count is? <laughs> yeah, but it's different for you guys. No, it no. isn't. No, no, it isn't. It is, no, it isn't. Okay, no. this is anonymous. What is your body count? <laughs> please please no actually because if you're saying that i just genuinely need to know like an approximate you don't have to give me like an exact like give me an approximate let's say let's say around let's say 
You want like a five range or like a mm, like yeah, a five we'll do, a f- around a, a five, five range. range. We'll do twenty to twenty five. Mm, that's not that bad actually. No. See, like that wouldn't bother me. No. Yeah, no, I shouldn't. Well, then the twelve to fifteen shouldn't twenty shouldn't bother you either. Then equality, it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, exactly. That's why. So those twelve to fifteen. Do you are probably not have selected. that option as well? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, you know, I'm positive. No. No. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not. It's good. Is that it? Yeah, that was all. Thank you. Thank you. <gasps> what? Oh my god. What? Okay, one of the guys that we called messaged me right now and said I was with a friends with benefits when you called on speaker. <gasps> no. Oh my god. You literally can't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Guys. Do not be like me. I don't save anyone's phone numbers. I just called the wrong person back who we tried to call. <laughs> and then I texted the other person and said I tried to call back. Um, oh, God. I'm save, embarrassed for you. Save your contact names, please. Um, oh, my God. Fuck me. Oh. Oh, he said you can call again. I'm going to tell him that I messed up his contact name thing. He's going to be so pissed. What's going on? Hey. Um, and the whole contact name thing kind of fucked me up. I accidentally called someone else back. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have some questions for you. Uh, hit me with it. Okay, wait, I need to find them again. What did I ask? Oh, okay. I said, how do you turn your friends with benefits into a relationship? You don't. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the first one that's on our wave. We literally said that too, but everyone else that we talked to was like, um, it just naturally turns into it. I was like, what? Nah, yeah. I, like, you can, but like. You shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. You gotta be on the same page. You gotta dance around it a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's a no. You don't. I would say no. I'd say no too. It also depends on like how the Friends of Benefits started. Do you know what I mean? Like, in what way? Give me context. Hmm, let me think about this. Okay, like, if you guys are, like, close friends from before, mm-hmm. and, like, you already have, like, a personal, like, connection, or, like, you guys have, like, established, like, who you are with each other, like, maybe you guys could be comfortable with, like, moving to it. But I feel like if you guys were just, like, fuck buddies, and then you were like, oh, you know, like, maybe I'll settle for a relationship here, I feel like that, that, that's a no-no for sure. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. It's, like, if yeah. you already kind of vibed, like, beforehand. Yeah. Okay, true. Yeah, you, have to, you have to have, like, that general ground, like, already. Yeah, but then why would it just become a relationship to begin with? Like, why would it have ever been just... You know what I mean? I don't know. Some people just aren't ready for relationships. Okay, that's they true. Wanna have, they want to have steady sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real deal. <laughs> no, I know. I'm laughing because it's true. AKA, welcome to Serena's life. But I have the next question for you. Okay. This one's important, too. Does a high body count matter with the person you're talking to? No. 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 Are we in high school? (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, like what you was your body me? count in high school? Yeah, what? I mean, if someone's walking into a relationship with like 75 bodies, and like, yeah, I'd probably, that's probably something that like, you'd want to know. Would you ask but, them? Like, probably not. Yeah, then you would like, never if know. I'm, if I'm like going to like settle down with somebody, I probably already know the track record of that person. Yeah. I mean, like, you'd be surprised. So you're telling me there's like no number, like maybe like, what about like 30 that you wouldn't be like, meh, that's a lot. This is a make or break question. Um, no, I'm actually just like, wondering because we were just talking to one of my other friends and like his number was so low, I thought, for what he'd like. I, honestly, like it depends on the lifestyle that you live. Like, you know what I mean? If you're somebody that's like more reserved and you stay at home and you're like a little bit of a homebody like that, like obviously like maybe like a number like 10 is going to like bother you. Do you know what I mean? But like there's also like a lot of people that have like gone out and just like experienced life and like i don't know shit happens like i feel like it's not really a big deal unless, he's speaking like, for himself here <laughs> this is why i didn't want to answer this question <laughs> <laughs> yo who's asking these questions right now all right um <laughs> but yeah no i don't know it just depends on your maturity level like i feel like it wouldn't matter for most people but it also depends on like where you come from and like what you do for like for a living How okay you do your lifestyle. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes any comments no. i'm intrigued do I- no, I'm asking Yaz if she has anything to say about that. Okay. No? No. I feel like that's true. Like, I wouldn't ask. You wouldn't ask someone's body count? No, I would never ask. Because I wouldn't want them to ask me. Like, I wouldn't want to talk about that. I'd just be like, nah, that's not a conversation. I feel like, to be honest, it's something I've maybe brought up. Like, maybe this is, like, toxic as fuck. Like, eight or nine months into a relationship. Like, I really didn't care. Just maybe I was looking for something to, like, spice up the relationship a little bit. Bro, if same. I was getting That's bored. That's so toxic and I want though. And I wanted to be a little jealous. So, like, <laughs> like let me know what you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, oh, I'm just wondering. But you actually don't care at that point. It's too late. You're already in the relationship. Exactly. It's not... Thank you for violence, huh? <laughs> okay, well, that's all from you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, have a good night. Okay, ciao. <laughs> I feel like that was a really interesting topic of conversation here. I think that was really interesting, actually. So we heard from a couple guys. Now, what I've understood is it really depends on what kind of lifestyle the guy's living, like if they care or not. And also what the motives are behind yes. the kill. Yes. But what, do, what about from your perspective? Like, what do you think on, about that? Like, what would matter to you? Body count wise? Yeah. Like, when would you be like, that's absolutely absurd. You're disgusting. You've been bodying someone every day of the week for the last seven years. Okay, so I was in a situation where I was with an athlete that recognizably had, you know, gotten around, was very popular, had a high kill count. I just knew that off the bat. I didn't know necessarily what the number was. Mm-hmm. But I knew that it was pretty high. Okay. And at some point, that individual actually brought up to me asking me what mine was. So, like, obviously, like... You're going to turn it around if, and if ask you're, him Yeah, too. if you're going to dig, like, we can play holes. Like, yes, I'll literally. dig right back. Yeah. And the number was high. But... Like, how high? Like, give an approximate. Like, 50 plus. Ooh. And that was in in school so like you were like early 20s early 20s and that person had been in a long-term relationship for a good portion so i knew that those were coming from like a short period of time Mm -hmm. 
Now, if you start doing the calculations of how many bodies that has to be a week, yeah, that kind of starts to like strike you. But overall, I didn't really have a problem with a person getting around as long as I knew that they were clean, they had been tested, whatever. Like I felt like I was being respected in the situation, that kind of thing. Okay. When I started to have a problem with it was when that person was trying to take me out and you know, be with me in front of other people. Mm -hmm. And I was going to bars and clubs and places where there was definitely girls from our school too. And some of them would be looking at him. Some of them would be coming up and saying hi. And my issue with that just became that I was surrounded with those people that were in that kill count. So I don't think I care about the bodies as long as it's not directly impacting me or things that I have to see. Especially when you don't know exactly who they are. Exactly. And do I want like a roadmap? Do I want to sit down like for three hours? Law and order SVU going through like every single person remembering their name? No. No shot. I don't I don't want a situation like that. I think it's the same kind of circumstance as if your partner or significant other is friends with someone that they had fucked like yes. it's just not something that you are comfy with yeah it doesn't feel good no i feel like that makes sense for sure well i think that was a great way to end off the episode um definitely entertaining definitely a lot to digest digest yeah but i literally loved having those guys opinions because Same. i think that I realized pretty quickly that Yas and I are on the opinion of the men most times. Which is scary. concerning. And maybe we should seek therapy at some point. Uh, but that's a later problem. Not I don't now. think BetterHelp will be a sponsor of this podcast anytime I would love soon. It. I would love it if you did, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not already following us on Instagram at SendTheLocationPod. Or on TikTok at send the location pod <laughs> you definitely should be we are going to be announcing our giveaway winner really soon um we're really excited about that and we are so thankful for all your love and support um and keep writing in because i love to hear all your dirty secrets and questions and you really inspire us to live better lives especially in our single time not only will we be having a question box up this week but we'll be doing some polls to kind of get your guys's opinion in the same way that we've been getting the guys So we're really excited to hear from you. Yeah. So have a great night, everyone. Or whenever you're listening. Or day. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Ciao.